0: Welcome to the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders Podcast. I'm Denise Garth, Chief Strategy Officer at Majesco. If you're interested in the latest industry trends and new technologies that are reshaping the future of insurance, you're in the right place. Stick around to hear my discussions with industry leaders as we help uncover today's emerging opportunities for the future of insurance. Welcome everybody to today's podcast series. I'm really thrilled today uh, with two individuals that I've got joining us on, the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders. Today, we're gonna to be talking about the digital transformation and competitive advantage with integrated disability claims and absence management. I'm really pleased to welcome two leading experts from PwC, one of our strategic partners, Haley Welliner and Luke Suzuki. Welcome Haley and Luke. Thanks, Thank Denise, we- great to be here. So, one of the things I like to do when we get started here is have you give a little bit of background about yourself, your role at PwC, and then talk about our work together. So, Haley, why don't you start? Sure. Thanks, Denise.
1: Thrilled to be here to talk about digital transformation and absence management. I'm Haley Welliner. I am a member of PwC's insurance transformation practice. And I've spent many years diving deep into digital transformation, especially within absence management. So again, excited to talk about it. And Luke?
2: Thanks Denise, happy to be here too. My name is Luke Zuziski and I'm part of also PwC's insurance transformation practice. Very excited to talk today about the future of disability and absence with digital transformation. And at PwC, we partner with carriers and absence providers to solve their toughest challenges, whether it's business, technology, or operational from strategy through execution. And specifically within disability and absence, we help carriers define their capability-driven strategies to help articulate where they wanna win in the space, the capabilities they need to do it and how to do it. We also help carriers and absence outsourcers reposition their absence offerings in a way that resonates with brokers and aligns to the carrier's overall strategy. And we're leading a number of successful group and voluntary benefits transformations, including in the disability and absence space where we help carriers select and implement some of the leading disability and absence core platforms and the surrounding ecosystem of technologies, providing mobilization and execution support from product management to project management to development testing and implementation support along the way.
0: Well, that's a lot that you guys do to really help kind of bring in chairs forward. We're all talking about digital transformation and we've been talking about it, you know, for probably the last three to five years we see a lot of acceleration, particularly coming out of the pandemic, that there's been a real acceleration for digital. What do you guys see differently today than, say, five years ago? And why is this digital transformation such a mandate for growth and competitive dominance
1: for insurers? Yeah, Denise, great question. I can kind of dive in there. You hit the nail on the head with the influences of what we're seeing from the pandemic. But even before, you know, carriers have been modernizing aging technology stacks and driving transformation to some extent for decades now. But to your point, uh, with the digital revolution, with COVID bringing us into this virtual new normal as we work remotely or hybridly, as well as how employees and employers are demanding for new products and services, centered around financial, physical, mental wellness, and flexibility, and the demand of you know, seamless digital experiences from employees, employers, all of these factors are really forcing carriers to accelerate and invest and accelerate those investments in digital transformation today, more so than in the last five years or so. And this is really so that carriers and absence providers can meet their customers where they are. And beat out the competition that is doing the same. When we talk about digital transformation, we're talking more about more than just you know core technology replatforming. Carriers are looking to drive full transformations across the value chain now to capture the market and meet those demands we talked about from customers. You know, we're looking at enabling seamless front-end employee and employer experiences that rival. The technologies we use every day, like Facebook and Amazon and Google, we're looking at product expansion into voluntary benefits, for example, uh, backend automation, integrations, data optimization, the works. The increasingly digital and evolving world that we live in is really accelerating this imperative for digital transformation, or carriers risk essentially being left behind by the competition.
0: Couldn't have said it better. Luke, what's your
2: perspective? Absolutely. I agree with Haley. And in one area where we're particularly seeing this is in disability and absence. And when it comes to to disability and absence management specifically, the race for dominance that we saw several years ago is booming. So it emerged several years ago, it's booming and accelerating faster than ever. Carriers and competitors are racing to win the market and position themselves for sustained success. And the pandemic is certainly changing customer needs and expectation. And that in turn is driving more opportunities for carriers, absence providers um, to expand and and really disrupt the market. There's a couple of trends that we're seeing of how digital transformation is tying into disability and absence. One, the market itself is growing 10% year over year that the absence services market. So it's critical for carriers for absence providers to find ways to be creative, to capture that market growth. COVID-19 has uh, certainly evolved the situation and is changing customer expectations as we move into this new post-pandemic world that it's going to incorporate more creative ways of working in a hybrid environment. But at the same time, the regulatory complexity is growing. The patchwork of municipal, state, and local leave regulations, paid leave, and job protections is continuing to expand with more and more states, activating new types of job protections, new paid leave laws. Feels like each passing month, but certainly within a year. (laughs) And that's leading to higher complexity and greater demand than ever for support. And it's that macro background combined with shifting stakeholder expectations from employers who are demanding more wider ranges of capabilities and leave reporting beyond compliance in employee satisfaction and return to work programs and accommodations and employees who are really front and center right now. They're the drivers of change in the market and are demanding more flexibility from their employers and a greater focus on wellness and easy-to-use tools than ever before, and brokers as well. Those differentiating absence capabilities when brokers are assisting employers in making an absence provider selection are becoming more critical from the RFP process through ongoing management. And it's with that backdrop of shifting stakeholder expectations, the changing landscape coming out of the pandemic, that we see the digital transformation in the absence space accelerating
0: Yeah, I think it's very interesting how that uh, combination of kind of the great resignation and the great kind of realignment of the workforce, coupled with some regulation, coupled with technology, coupled with our experiences uh, with the pandemic, has all really kind of coalesced together to really kind of accelerate that kind of strategic focus for insurers and what they need to provide to employers and employees to really kind of Help them in their lives and make sure that, to your point, kind of that whole wellness perspective. And that really kind of gets into, you know, one of the questions that we talked about is why then is integrated disability and absence management becoming so much of a priority for insurers to really consider? And why is that becoming so customer focused? You know, I think a lot of people might think about it being, oh, it's just kind of combining some information and data to help you kind of manage your workforce. But it's a lot more than that. Luke, maybe start with you.
2: Sure, absolutely. Thanks. What certainly has been a big change over the last, let's say, say five years is the centricity of the employee life event. More and more than ever before, those that are winning in the space, carriers that are dominating and absence providers that, that are winning here, really look at the employee life event. And whether it's a serious health condition, birth of a child, care of a a family member, the event that triggers the employee needing to be off work and bringing one, an empathetic approach to the management of that employee's life event in their most difficult and darkest moments when they're asking for help and doing so while delivering a good experience with efficiency to that employee, that type of life event management is a newer concept in the industry and one that's front and center. And maybe Haley, you could talk about some of the examples of how we're seeing that life event translate across our clients.
1: Yeah, happy to. I think examples always really help drive things home for when you're thinking about the complexity and what the experience could look like in a legacy environment versus in a digitally transformed environment, right? So when we look at on a legacy platform, say a person is going out on maternity or pregnancy leave multiple records would have to be created in that legacy system to manage that one life event, right? There is FMLA, corporate leave, STD, personal medical leave, and so on. And then each of these individual records trigger distinct correspondence and letters to be sent out to the claimant related to them. And so when you're about to go on maternity or pregnancy leave and you're getting all these different letters and correspondence from your absence provider, your insurance uh, provider, it can be very confusing and stressful, especially when you're going to welcome a new baby to your family and you're going to be away from work and you're worried about making sure your job is protected when you come back. So it can be very stressful, complex, confusing for a claimant. So as providers dr- are driving these digital transformations, to Luke's point, they're looking to take that complexity out of the customer experience, offer a more empathetic experience by using these integrated solutions and designing event-based solutions. Meaning the system is smart enough to recognize that all of those different records are associated with one employee life event, you know, going out on pregnancy leave. This in turn driving a more customer-centric experience and helping providers meet the demands of their customers. It's really kind of a
0: combination of everything. It's kind of like the perfect storm, so to speak, of everything mm-hmm. kind of coming together. What's the next-gen technology stack really needed to be able to support this integrated disability and absence management? It's not that simple, given all the complexities that you talked about.
2: No, it's, it's not simple at all. Carriers' absence technology stacks, they require not only a core platform, but also enabling functions and integrations that go beyond a specific absence management solution. So, it does all tie back to that single life event. And we we think holistically around managing the serious health condition, the pregnancy, the accident, care of a family member. Yes, it certainly happens at the core with a modern cloud based core platform that will manage the event itself. And when we think about that core platform, that core modern cloud based platform, some of the gains that a carrier can gain from the implementation of the platforms include automation, automation across eligibility, availability, applicability auto-adjudication of disability claims and leave requests, auto-adjudication of frequent intermittent time reporting that's submitted for employees that are on leave on irregular patterns. But replatforming alone in the core is not the the only answer. That's part of the picture, but certainly not the only answer to meet the competition and to win in the market. It's important at the same time when advancing the core to look at the surrounding digital ecosystem in building a, a leading apps and service. And when we talk about that surrounding digital ecosystem, a couple of points jump out. Like one would be on, on digital payments, for example, same-day digital payments that delight the customer and would get them their benefits from their disability claim, for example, quickly. Or digital correspondence, meeting customers where they are delivering through digital channels and at a much lower cost than paper records or manual letters. At the same time, digital payments, correspondence... Thinking about the holistic employee digital experience and the self-service capabilities that employees are demanding to be able to manage their life event, manage their claim, their leave requests, and their time being away from work, and then returning back to work. As well as employers, right? We've talked about the shifting stakeholder expectations. It doesn't end with the employee. With employers, employers are demanding more information than ever before. With dashboards, not only to know who's in the office, who's out of the office, but insights to be able to take action, to make their workforce more competitive and productive. And then when we think about the overall ecosystem too, it's important to keep in mind integrations, integrations with medical records providers, with HRIS systems that can help in all parts of the employee and employer digital experiences, but also help the carrier efficiently managing disability claims and leave requests. And it's together the power of the combined core plus the ecosystem, where we're seeing our clients realize gains in lower average handling times, lower cost to service claims, ultimately lower operating expenses, and at the same time maintain a a well-positioned market offering and delight their customers with with a good experience. And all throughout that whole process with services, with empathy and helping
0: employees in those moments that matter. Absolutely. And Haley, what's your perspective on the
1: stack? I think Luke hit the nail on the head really driving home that it's more than just a replatforming. To his point, there's so much more that goes on that all of the stakeholders care about from an employee and employer experience perspective. And we can even go beyond just absence management. And it's a whole broader conversation around an entire ecosystem of services and additional uh, products and services that you could buy up into as well as a consideration that many are looking through. So what are offerings that could support a person that goes out on maternity leave? Could they have a DoorDash subscription or somewhere food can be delivered or groceries delivered? Could that be part of the overall ecosystem offering too, to kind of continue building out that integrated experience? Something that both of
0: you were really talking about is the ability to really leverage the technology, really modern, you know, next generation technology and ecosystems. And what you're really talking about is really changing that overall employee kind of experience. And in today's market, where there's really a fight for talent, all of this really becomes even much more impactful and powerful and are really going to differentiate between employers the ability to retain and attract employees. But I think when you think about it back to the group and benefit insurer industry, this is a big shift. Where do you see over the next three to five years where the industry is gonna go, Luke?
2: Yep, in, in the next three to five years, certainly it's, it's happening in disability and absence, uh, like you mentioned, and being able to attract and retain talent, but it's absolutely happening out, outside of the disability and absence space and all of uh, group insurance and voluntary benefits. Like some of the trends that we're seeing in the expect in the next three to five years is, is continued product expansion, especially in the, the voluntary benefit space and the overall group picture multiple players entering and expanding into voluntary benefits and worksite. The emphasis on self-service, self-service capabilities and employees having new digital tools at their fingertips to being able to manage their policy, their claims, their absences, and experience that in a superior digital experience is front and center on carriers' minds. And the third-party integrations, we've mentioned connections and connectivity with HRS partners, with digital payments, with, with correspondence tools wouldn't underestimate the power of connectivity in Ben admins and HR connections outside of the absence space too.
1: Haley, from your perspective? Yeah, I agree with everything Luke shared. I would say at an even higher level, right, digital transformation is going to force these group and benefits providers to operate outside maybe their traditional norm, pushing them to think big, start small be willing to test and learn, fail fast, really pushing those uh, agile delivery models to the forefront. And then in the end, some of these uh, providers that really hit the nail on the head with digital transformation are going to shift to being more like technology companies, almost more than they are insurance companies. Um, And so this will be a big shift in how we see traditional group and benefits insurers working going forward.
0: I know this is a little bit off topic where we were talking about, but something both of you said that really struck me as to what's really also happening over the next three to five years, where maybe in the past, our business models and the way that we operated, it was really focused in on the employers that they could, you know, yes, it was maybe a combination of group and voluntary benefits, but it's almost getting to the point where it's really about getting down to the employee level. And really personalizing that enrollment and personalizing the types of products that they need, given that such diversity in the marketplace. And I think that's another Mm -hmm. element of what's really changing. Would you guys agree?
2: Absolutely. When employers are making choices, especially for their insurance carriers, for their absence providers, too, the needs of employees and the competitiveness that employers can gain by going with a certain carrier or provider is, is front and center and thinking through that employee lens. Employees are demanding more flexibility. Employers are looking to make sure, yes, that they can stay compliant. Compliance is table stakes, but also looking to see how they can make their employees more productive, to keep them happier at work, to keep them at work, to offer accommodations. And that employee lens, the employers are carrying and that the broker community is is certainly attuned to and that carriers, absence providers are responding to is stronger than ever before.
1: Haley? kind of circles back to the the war for talent that's ongoing right now. Employers really laser focused on what are the needs of their employees and how can they offer the right mix of benefits and capabilities and digital tools and support to their employees, to Luke's point, to attract talent, retain talent, keep them at work and help them come back to work quickly when they do go out. Well, one of
0: the things I'd like to do as we kind of close up a, a podcast is have individuals kind of pick one word or phrase to describe the future of insurance and why you picked that word. So Haley, I'm going to start with you first.
1: Sure. And my word might be a little bit of a cop out, but I think it's true. My word is digital. I think, like I said, we will start to see more insurance companies acting like technology companies as this digital first digital on the forefront mentality really stick. So we're gonna see more more technology and digital focus companies coming to the forefront uh, beyond our traditional insurance companies. And Luke, for you?
2: And mine is fast. Fast isn't the <laughs> I word I would have said. Five years ago, fast is 10 years ago, no way. But I think today the accelerating pace of competition of digital transformation of these mega trends in the industry, it's moving fast and it's moving faster, accelerating faster. Than each year before. So uh, looking ahead, I think there's so many opportunities to continue to meet employers and employees where they are and uh, to transform.
0: Couldn't agree with you guys more. Well, it, it's been a fascinating conversation. Really appreciate both of your time today, um, Haley and Luke, and we really appreciate the partnership with PwC because you know we're we're very committed to help the insurers also really make that transformation in partnership with you guys to really meet the needs of this next generation of employees and the next generation of employers that are much different than the last 10 or 20 years, as we all know.
2: Thanks so So much, Denise. It was great to be with you. you.
0: Thanks so much. It was awesome. That's a wrap for this week's episode of the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders podcast. Be sure to sign up for our email list and follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss out on our next episode. I'm Denise Garth, wishing you a happy podcasting.